Welcome to the Embracing the Water podcast. What a exciting time to be alive. What a challenging time to be alive. And what an opportunity to really awaken and to embody our realization because really you could say there's a huge maelstrom of forces at play in the world at the moment and really it gives us a chance to flex our spiritual muscles so to speak and to really see for ourselves what we're aligned to and what we're for The last year or so has been, I suppose, dominated by COVID. And that's such a loaded word. There's so many, so many different facets to it. And perhaps today we'll just look at a small piece of it and open it up a little bit because I see that it can be a challenge for a lot of people, a real challenge, and also a huge opportunity. So where to begin? Where to begin? I suppose I begin in silence and let the words emerge. And I say, I'm here. And you are here. And you are welcome. And I invite you to step into this presence between us, where we can maybe put down our guard have some space and time to explore, to be open to not just the words I give, the words sometimes to me you could say are secondary, but there's also an energy beneath and through the words and as the words, a consciousness you could say, and invite you to taste or test this consciousness to see if it suits you, if it can help you in your life situation. And for me, it's always important just to take pause and to take a breath. I've learned to embrace not knowing and to allow knowing to arise, a different type of knowing to arise from not knowing. So COVID, I suppose, it burst onto the scene last year and I'm not sure the exact time scales, but there was so much drama 
and modeling, modeling of projections that were really way out of kilter. They were, they were hyped up, so to speak. A lot of fear of how many people could die. And so it created a huge urgency and a kind of a panic in people and also it grabbed attention. And when something grabs attention like that so hugely and globally at once, it's like, what's this that's happening? Because for any movement like this on, on the surface, there's always a huge energetic component underneath. So we've seen over the last year, hopefully not seen too much of really the huge sway of information on mainstream media to inform you. But in truth, it's been a very one-sided flow of information and a kind of a carpet could say a carpet bombing of information to steer people in a certain direction. And I suppose propaganda wouldn't be too strong a word in this case, because if you're not giving equal time and air to different points of view, then it's not really an open and fluid exchange to come to a, an understanding. So it's kind of railroading. I've said to a lot of people over the last while, turn off your TV, just turn it off. Even just three days a week, a month if you can, for good if you can. And maybe not totally TV, like if you enjoy a film, enjoy it, but any kind of advertising, mainstream media, it's, at the moment, it's just, it's been used as a kind of, how would I say it? It's used as a means of control. There's huge, behavioral, psychological manipulation within it. It's playing on the kind of the human psychological blind spots using emotive terms and images and a bombardment continuing again and again to elicit a kind of a response in people. And often it's kind of, it's not a, a mental response. It gets down into the nearly fight or flight level. So it's really affecting us at a very physiological and emotive level, which again colors our thoughts and how we think and what way we might react. But it's generally geared towards getting compliance. But any psychological maneuvers that uses fear to gain compliance is very suspicious. 
and must be treated as such. It doesn't mean there mightn't be some truths to the information given on the media, but it's the flow of energy and where is it trying to take us and what is it trying to achieve? Not just the surface thing, the goal to, you know, to, to conquer COVID. But there seems to be so many different agendas and people using using is the word really they're using it to gain for themselves or their corporation or their business or their political career whatever it is they're using it and there seems to be so many forces of division and falsehood and control it's quite staggering Yet there's also a huge possibility. Because I know from my own life, before any kind of awakening, there would be a period of turmoil in my inner landscape and, and in my surface landscape, so to speak. And the resistances, the resistances in me that said no, that wanted, wanted things to remain the same or wanted things its way would raise their head and be quite forceful and seem insurmountable and <laughs> sometimes could drag out. So it was like, but I learned that to face them and understand what they are, that huge growth and awakening can come from that. So that's really, you could say, a linchpin. How not to be swayed by the forces of control, resistance, domination, inertia, violence, limitation. Whether that's coming from our own conditioned nature, other conditioned natures of other beings in the world. We have to find a way that suits us to navigate that. And for everybody, that's a little bit different. But I think one of the biggest aspects is not to believe it, not to come in line with it, to question it, to seek for a deeper truth. If needs be, to Align yourself with other beings, other humans that may have be more conscious or may have more information or may offer some kind of support. It's funny how a lot of the you know, you'll see it online or in comments or TV. I check in on TV now and then I can see what tactics are being used. It's, it's really appalling, some of it, really appalling. But 
that's what has to be faced and understand where it comes from, from an old rigidity, the old consciousness that we're awakening out of. And it's not that there's a, a dare that's bad, it's a consciousness of humanity that's very base and it affects, it comes through us all in, in, in some way but we have to really raise up out of and help others to raise up out of it too. Really, these, you could say they're forces that are hostile to our own awakening, to who and what we are. And the major card they play, so to speak, is division. Division in the sense of to keep people fighting and among each other and blaming and suspicious of the other. And, you know, that's a symptom of our dualistic mind, the either or mind. If you're not with me, you're against me. And this is part of our, it's our hurdle, what we must overcome. So really, you know, in spiritual circles, we're, we talk about oneness and overcoming this kind of insistence on otherness, the other. And sometimes there's nothing more other than the villain. Whatever side you take, the, you can vilify the other side and then you have a righteousness against the villain, against this. Someone has to be very careful when one is overcoming resistances, resistances within oneself or in other people or in situations that to know that even what you're encountering is another facet of yourself. And in truth, it has no power over you unless you fall into otherness. Now, this doesn't mean you cannot oppose what you see as unconscious behavior or control or falsehood. But know that it is part of the human collective unconsciousness that we all must overcome. So the big thing at the moment seems to be vaccination, vaccination, vaccination. and They're trotting out numbers, vaccination, vaccination. Now everyone must get vaccinated. And even to the point of vaccinating healthy children, which is 
it's a mass psychosis. It's really... a very unenlightened and unconscious movement. This isn't to, to say that people shouldn't have a choice. If people feel they need to get vaccinated and move in that direction and they have faith in it and they're sure of the science and have really done their homework and really opened up to all the different sides of the argument, so be it. That's their choice. But to force it on people or to force it even on healthy people or minors really smacks of a desperation and a control. And, you know, often behind that is just greed. Greed for control, greed for finances. And to, it's funny, sometimes control is people who are very interested in control or enjoy control. It's that sense of power it gives them to be able to force someone to do something they don't want. Whether it's through manipulation, through coercion, through out and out lying. And, you know, I can say that in my past, when I was younger, I lied. I lied to get what I wanted. And every child learns how to manipulate or to play their parents or, you know, all these things. Some people do not grow out of this. They do not awaken out of it. And collectively, it's very dangerous. We seem to be in such a polarized state and there's this huge grab for control. And for me, you know, there's the material aspect of the vaccine, what it might do biologically. And even to call it a vaccine is not really so accurate. It's more an experimental gene therapy. That could be really have huge repercussions in the years to come. Huge. I, I, anyone is interested, really, there's lots of really good sources to look into this and the kind of how badly it can go wrong. But even on that biological level and, you know, material level, there's also the energy behind this vaccine. And for me, you know, that's just as important. The energy that's supplied with anything that imprints you as well. And if it's a energy of domination, fear, control, and you allow that into your system, You're leaving yourself open to a kind of hostile takeover, energetically, an imprint that's not really productive for sadhana. Now, for some people who are not interested in sadhana or, 
you know, may not feel that it's pertinent to them, that's fine. We all have different sensitivities and paths in this life and what we're trying to, I suppose, achieve as a soul in this incarnation. And our bodily integrity and energetic integrity is very important. And they're still trying to push through a vaccine program on the back of all this modeling over a year ago that so many people were going to die. And it's since proven that actually it's not that lethal, this COVID. And they've done so much to hide that there's other therapies available. And even how to enhance your own immune system through our diet and through vitamins, also through sunlight and fresh air and being outside. So I'm speaking of these things not as I'm not medically trained. I'm not even very politically astute, but energetically and just consciously from the beginning, this all seems so fake. And sometimes I, I look at it and it seems to be on a knife edge. Which way is it going to go? But yet, I know from my own life, it's the challenges that often pose the greatest opportunity. So maybe there's a huge opportunity in this for growth to wake up from, I suppose, the spell of division. This isn't new, this is just another another turning of the wheel. But we're here to partake in it, not just to witness it, but also to influence it. I'm not of a kind of understanding that we simply spiritually witness and somehow we're elevated above it. It's also our opportunity and possibility to embody our realization and what we know and to stand for what is true. And that can take many forms, of course, depending on your, your makeup. And I know for many people who are in difficult positions at work and regards money and debts and what they have to do to get by, it's a very challenging situation. And then for others, it's just 
the isolation that's happened with lockdown has been quite traumatic and the constant bombardment of fear and the aloneness as well and they may not have the skills to really interiorize to go within and connect with our own divinity that can be very challenging so you know it's understandable where everybody's at and in some way we're getting the lessons or opportunity we need if we look at it like that that every moment is an opportunity for growth to become more conscious and this is a huge one comply to gain back freedoms that have been taken away wrongfully is not really to gain back freedom it's to be dominated and that can happen again and again and again Yet there's something sacred even in all this movement and turmoil that we can connect to at any time. In fact, that we are at any time, but sometimes our attention gets drawn to the dramas of life, to the conflicts and through the pain and suffering. We can get so distracted and isolated. And far be it for me to tell anyone what to do. I'm just sharing how I perceive and but I'd urge you to check in with lots of different alternate views, medical, spiritual, legal and look at it and look at what's happening and look at history how different movements came about authoritarian movements fascist movements control movements that the lies and tactics that were used I used to look back at some 
historical events and wars and wonder how did people let it happen. And now I have more of an inkling why it's kind of this unconscious acceptance. And what greater way to, to kind of force compliance than the fear of death? Fear, fear, fear. And the fear tactics that's been used over the last year have been staggering. There's been some interesting discussions on that in a book that just came out on it. If you're interested, you can check it out. For me, people should be free to have their choice. And in fact, they are. Because we can say no, that's a choice. And we can oppose, that's a choice. But often people are fooled into thinking they don't have a choice. The power is always with you, even if you don't realize it. And the more you know yourself, realize yourself as this one, fear can no longer sway you there's been a kind of huge movement to silence so many people over the last year it's nearly like we've been gagged well we have been gagged in a way and the censorship, you know, taking away people's normal means of communication to share, to discuss, as if we can't decide for ourselves what we want to watch or what we want to partake in and understand and grow from, all to, under the name of protecting us, has a huge red flag, huge red flag. And the fear that came with all these numbers that a lot of people think that the deaths from COVID is really big, but if whatever country you're in, Check out the excess mortality. How many are actually dying from COVID, not with COVID, from COVID. 
and what the debt figures are from year to year on average and see how much they've gone up. I think you might already know this and a lot of what I'm saying you might already know but if you do I'm just connecting with you. So what else to say? I can say even now I feel a huge love and delight in my heart. Just for being alive, for being conscious for being and a delight that is joyous whether there's ups or downs. And really this is an opportunity to know how sincere we are in our spiritual practice. And by sincere, I don't mean like when you write at the end of a letter, yours sincerely. Sincere is a kind of adherence to what we know or aspire to. And it's a very powerful quality. What do you aspire to? And I'd also say that often when we're faced with so many different opinions, points of view, it's hard sometimes to mentally gauge who's telling the truth, who's confused, who's lying, what agendas are happening. Because if we only look at it from a mind level, it can be quite confusing. If one can move above the mind you can have more of a kind of a direct knowing and or an intuitive understanding but there's also that within us what i call the soul which knows what's true in any given moment it won't rationalize or tell you how it knows it just knows and really if you can connect with this you cannot go wrong you cannot be swayed. And it's, you could say it's that still small voice that knows, yes, this is true. This is for me. This is my way. And or also just as easily say, no, that's not for me. You might know why 
but it's learning to trust and adhere to that inner knowing, that soul quality that knows what's good, true and beautiful in any moment. So there may be people with agendas and corporations and all these kind of energies at play. One can oppose them without hatred and without demonizing. For in the end, from my understanding, everything serves the divine, whether they know it or not. The divine makes use of all movements, of all levels of consciousness to ripen the soul for self-realization. And sometimes the challenges are exactly what we need. So thank you for spending this time with me. Whether you choose to get vaccinated or not, my love is with you and I wish you well. And I hope you're opening consciously. How you choose to align yourself with this current movement, the COVID movement. It's up to you.